On this week's episode of the Colts Corner Podcast, the boys will discuss high school sports, the NBA trade deadline, a teensy bit of NFL action, a little bit of NHL action, and our topic of the week. Corner podcast again today. Constantine Lambridis, Christian Selmeyer, Matthew Pastier. How you guys doing this evening? Doing good, doing good. Ready to get back for another episode of the podcast. Uh, you know what? I have one thing to say. Justice is gray. Zack Snyder's Justice League Black and White Edition on HBO next. Now, are you their spokesperson? Yes. All right. Are you paid? No. All right. Well, so maybe see- that's why he likes it so much. Yeah. Maybe he's on the payroll. Maybe he's on their payroll. Sure. Sure. Or maybe yeah. he's just giving them free Thank promotions you, Zach, but, uh, on the exclusive Colts Corner podcast. We got some NBA actions. So let's, let's dive yeah, right actually, into that. Actually, first, let's go oh. with high school sports because oh. we actually have a lot of movement on the high school sports front. The boys, way, to cu- way to cut the, off Christian. Yeah, Constantine. sorry about no. that. But Christian, we just no. got a lot to talk about in the way of high school sports. Firstly, the boys just football kidding. team had a – there was a positive COVID case on the Harbor Fields football team whom they beat 12 to nothing. Uh, two weekends ago, so the team had to quarantine. Really unfortunate turn of events for them because they were really looking hot off that win, and they should be back in action very, very soon. They had a four-hour practice yesterday to make up for it. I spoke to player junior Bradley Rosen. He said, in his words, it's not a fun practice. Four hours long to make up for all that lost practice time. I'm sure, obviously, the coaches were disappointed. They wanted to get their guys back out there, get them in shape, and push them hard. So that's what they did. So they had a nice four-hour practice, so I think that the boys are going to be in fighting shape pretty soon. Yep, 100%. The girls' uh, soccer team moving their record to 2-2-2 two, two, and two on the season. Uh, their second win coming against Comswag on the 22nd. Uh, it was a one nothing win. Very solid-looking win for the girls who, fell, who unfortunately fell to an 0-2 start and then got back into it with a tie versus Eastport South Manor. And they're looking extremely solid now. The entire team, they're moving well. They're playing amazing. And they should be a force as they continue to yeah, up their play. I believe Alexa Hinkie, the goalkeeper, I believe she had a very good game the other day, had a lot of saves and really helped keep the Colts yeah. alive. Obviously, yes. that girls' soccer team missing Jordan Levy. This would have been her senior season. But Jordan actually graduated early going to Indiana University, and she's on the women's soccer team there. So she's been part of that team. So obviously this Colts team is definitely missing Jordan as a leader, as she was just an unstoppable force on the field. And not just a leader in terms of uh, play, but in terms of, you know, being a good person, you know, and leading her team, like, you know, getting them riled up. So that was a job that, you know, the girls are going to have to make up for with the loss of Jordan Levy. But it seems like they're making up for it pretty well. Yeah, it's definitely the girls are definitely adjusting to uh, time without Jordan Levy, but they're looking extremely solid on the defensive end. They have only let up two goals or three goals in their last five games, and they're playing extremely solid on that side. Uh, as soon as their offense gets going, it's going to be it's going to be amazing. It's going to be crazy to see what other teams can try to do to keep up with them. And the boys' team are have are now hold a four and one record with a win over Eastport South Manor on the 19th. They won 4-1. to one. 
Anthony Pepitone with a hat trick and Frankie Pasilico with the other goal. He's scored, I believe, like three game winners this season. Yeah, Frankie he has Pasilico. been absolutely he is, on uh, fire. He's been coming There's up a clutch game in the second half of the games. I believe this last one uh, was on a free kick. So Frankie Pasilico has been a solid scorer for the boys. That boys uh, varsity soccer team is really just really special. It's probably, you know, it's a really they're they're going to be a team to watch heading into the playoffs. You know, you know, I think that they can really compete, you know, with some of the other teams. Obviously, they did have that one loss to Brentwood, but that was a really close game. I believe the score was one nothing. So I think we're going to be seeing them uh, come playoff time that uh, the Colts may be taking on Brentwood in conference championship or county championship. Yeah. Winning it Brent, all. Brentwood did in win the states last year, so the fact they hung into that game and really pushed them for the entire the entire game for the whole 90 minutes, just an amazing. They have been playing out of their minds, this boys team. And Spectacular. We got a lot of faith in them. And now moving on, Christian, to NBA action. Uh, oh, there's a lot going on right now. Uh, yesterday. Great transition. Yeah. Yesterday. Thank you. Yesterday, the Brooklyn Nets lost to the Utah Jazz 118 to 88. They were, in fact, without Kevin Durant, who was injured, James Harden, who I believe was uh, out due to load management, and Kyrie. Uh, sore neck. Oh, sore neck. Excuse he me. He barely played the oh, day before. Correction. Basilico did not have the game winner against ESM. Well, it was a four to one win, I believe. He that, had the, yeah. the game winner against East Islip, uh, as he had the game winner against East Islip, and uh, the one against um, yeah, he had the one against East Islip, and he had one against Comswag. Yeah. Regardless, he's been one of the premier players in the Let's county. Let's just say, you'll love to see it. You'll love to see it. And what you don't love to see is Nets losses. Matt, take without us also Kyrie and Blake Griffin. Yeah, without Kyrie. Well, Blake Griffin doesn't really. Matter. I mean, Blake Griffin, solid role player. Whatever. Uh, but Matt, take us through this loss. What did you see in this game? Um, new addition, the ten-day contract man, <laughs> who I don't want to butcher his first name, Johnson. Uh, twenty-three, twenty-three points and fifteen rebounds, I believe. Um, yeah. Elise. Elise Johnson, Elise I believe. Johnson. Uh, I'm unsure. Elise but 23 Johnson. points, 15 boards in his first show. First showing. game with Brooklyn. Whew. I you mean, he's going to be a guy to watch. They're going to have to bring him bring him up for more than 10 days, depending how it goes. I mean, he's better than Timothee Luau Cabrera already, who has been struggling since his injury. And before his injury, even he's been struggling. I mean, I love the guy. He's got a, he's got a cool name. But, I mean, you're not. it's not going to cut it on this Brooklyn Nets team that is looking to win a championship. We can't have guys struggling like that. I mean... Shamit, Shamit got it going, but he's hurt. He's gonna be out. Of, he's gonna be out a few games. I mean, uh, I'm not a big Shamit fan. Not sold on him, but he's been he's been had a hot stretch. And I mean, I'm looking forward to the future of Brooklyn. Can't wait to get the three guys playing because they only played like five games together. Matt, what do you think about the addition of Blake Griffin? How do you feel that this this version of Blake Griffin? How do you feel that he's definitely not in his prime anymore? But how do you feel this slightly older, slightly you know? More Less washed out version we of just Blake need, Griffin we helps just need, the Nets. We just need him as a role player. I mean, he just has to be better than our role players that are not. Uh, Joe Harris isn't a role player. He's our all star, <laughs> all American. Um, I just think he has to, he just has to be a solid role player. I want from the games I've watched, he, I want him to shoot more. I mean, he's hesitated on a few th- threes that he's had good looks on and for passes, and then. Well, Blake Griffin's never been much of a uh, three-point shooter, so I could see why. Yeah, he's although he did, I, I believe he scored he's an alley oop three once. 
Really? Yeah. He's not the worst. He's been um. He's been his three point shooting is. I mean, he's more of a three point shooter than anything else at this point in his career. <laughs> Yeah, but speaking of the Nets, three-point shooting wasn't looking too good. They shot 20% from three. I wonder why. In this last outing. Well, I yeah, forgot obvi- they were missing Shem. Obviously, too. yeah, they were missing Shem. Obviously, they were missing Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant uh, and, and James, James Harden, Harden and who's better than Kevin Durant. They were, they were missing a lot of guys, but they did not look good from three. And you were talking about Timothy Luavo Cabarro. He shot two for nine from three-point range. That is absolutely ugly. In contrast with the Utah Jazz, who are one of the best three-point shooting teams in the league, 42% from three in Utah. Nicholas Claxton also. I want to talk about him. Yeah. Love the guy. Amazing, talented, um, a very athletic, very cute, you know, <laughs> everything you want in a guy in Brooklyn. I mean, we got him in the second round when we traded um, Devontae Booker, I believe, for Jahil Okafor and I forgot the other guy we traded for and the second round pick. And then it ended up being Nicholas Claxton. Yeah. What very a solid player. The Nets, look, the Nets role players are very inconsistent, but some of the guys that you just can't argue with are Bruce Brown and Nicholas Claxton. I like Bruce Brown a lot. Both very solid. I woke up in Bruce Brown's body. That helped (laughs) contribute to the reason why the Nets are such a successful team. The Nets are championship contender. Yeah. And I'm I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. Whoa. The Nets aren't. You'd have to agree with him? They're a contender. Hot take. Uh The Nets might win it all. (laughs) Very hot take right there. There's so much All right. So I am going to be a little annoying here and obviously i'm not a fan of this recent hiatus that kyrie irving has taken if he's actually having legitimate family uh, his his grandpa passed away and he wants to spend more time with his family but it was his birthday on the 23rd no, that's so. why what that's what he said that's what he said yeah because he want he felt that he wasn't spending enough time with his family uh well then i apologize to mr yeah, irving. family comes first constantine yeah well i'm sorry for i Ky- believe i'm like 99 percent sure that's like what yeah, well... Uh, Kyrie, I know you're listening to this. I hope everything's going well, man. We love you, Kyrie. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not wearing my Kyrie shirt. We're all big Kyrie people here, even if, you know, we don't always show it. Ahem, Constantine. Yeah, but I do. Excuse me. No, Matt, matter, Matt, no, matter, Matt, yeah, Matt, no matter how Matt. many games he yeah, takes. Yeah, you hardly know that Kyrie Irving is... Uh, that Matt is a Kyrie Irving fan, but, you know, he likes Kyrie Irving a little bit. He fancies his game, but, yeah... Uh, I mean, his game is pretty easy to fancy. Just watch it, and you get mesmerized by it. Yeah. One of, is, okay, hot, well, this is a very interesting uh, debate that has been happening for a while now, but is Kyrie Irving the best ball handler of all time? Yes. Of all time. Of all time. Of, yes. all, of all time, I'm going Allen Iverson. I'm going to have to go with Allen Iverson. Yeah, look, Kyrie Irving is very good. Obviously, I didn't watch Iverson in his prime, but... You watched Kyrie? I've watched Kyrie, yeah. But AI is AI. AI is yeah, AI. He's, a, he's a robot. He lost literally artificially intelligent. He lost to Gumby in a game of horse. Lost he to lost who, to who to in a game? Gumby. I used to say lost to Kobe in a game of horse. I'm like, yeah, everyone oh, yeah, lost to Kobe in a game of horse. I yeah, know you guys remember the lose. commercial of Gumby just stretching out his arm, shooting the basket. He lost to Gumby. He How do you lose to Gumby? You can't lose to Gumby and then be considered the best ball. I'm sorry. But speaking of elite players the new york knicks defeated the washington wizards 131 to 113 absolute routing julius Randle, 37 points what six a monster two assists what seven for monster. 10 from three does kyrie irving do that does no. kyrie irving do that he doesn't, he doesn't. do anything because he, he doesn't does. play exactly he doesn't play he plays like two games a season maybe exactly. three kyrie irving has played le- is well after this last game on his west coast road trip will have missed 70 per less or will have n- only played 68% of their games this season, roughly. 
and he's barely been injured. 68. 68, about. It's an interesting number. It was mm-hmm. close to a funny one. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't care because he's playing at a very, very insane level. All he has to do is be good for playoffs. Harden's coming back. I mean, Blake Griffith's going to be back next. And, um, I mean, they're yeah, winning but. with... Harden. But this is, this is gonna, Harden Matt, could Matt it. if you if you could please this is this is about the Knicks now. RJ Barrett, twenty one points. Who? Look, just kidding. The New York Knicks have yet to do anything destructive this trade deadline. Terrence Ferguson. And yeah. we're we're playing the Wizards again today. And they are playing the Wizards again today, so right? We'll, Currently the New York Knicks are sitting at twenty two and twenty two. With Wizards. a win, this could catapult them to the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference. That's pretty <laughs> sad. I'm very excited about this Knicks team. Although it does display how sad the Eastern Conference is. Just looking at the discrepancy, the third seeded Nets are 30 and 15, and the stark drop after that. The fourth seeded Hornets are 22, are 22 and 21. Eight and a half. So a yeah, another wh- just... another thing that really shows this discrepancy is that the Brooklyn Nets are one and a half games behind the conference leaders, who are the 76ers. The next team behind them, the Charlotte Hornets, are eight and a half games behind. The conference leaders, Philadelphia 76. So that is a seven game drop off right there. And then you just go to the West and the, you, the, you, the, the West the 10th is, so seed is 22 and 22. The 10th seed's 500. <laughs> the 10th seed would be a middle playoff seed in the Eastern Conference. That's insane. But nonetheless, the New York Knicks are looking to make an impression. More like Christian, the New York Right now, the New York Knicks. Knicks have not made a trade for anyone like Victor Oladipo. They haven't made a trade for Andre Drummond. Do you recommend that it stays this way? Or Honestly, do you think they should make a move? I'm. Okay with where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. I just think that if we keep playing together, keep our pieces, we keep that chemistry, you know, we keep blooding everything together. Obviously, we let Randall play. Like, I don't want to risk a trade for a player that might not help us that much, that might even just end up signing with us in the offseason. Yeah. So I think right now, I wouldn't want to make any super big moves for a player like Old Depot. Obviously, I'd love to have Old Depot. Love the guy. Great score, great player. But right now, I just don't think that's the smart move. And I'd rather stick to what um, you know, to what we what we got going, because I think we got something going good that can surprise a lot of people. Yeah, currently the Knicks have a very solid roster on their hands. They've they're one of the best defensive teams in the NBA, if you can believe it. And right now their major issue is just pace of play and scoring. And honestly, I think that can only improve because we got Alec Burks is moving now. Like last game, he was. Uh, six for 12 from the field with 20 points. Mitchell Robinson was scoring. R.J. Barrett has really come into his own here. I I like what the Knicks are doing, and honestly, I, I think a trade Look, would only ruin this. I love the kid. I think this Knicks, I think a trade would only ruin it. I think a trade would just I dismantle would everything. I would say it would ruin it. Exactly. And now moving on to the many more trades that have been made. The NBA trade deadline is happening today in approximately 30 minutes from right now when we're recording it. Trade deadline's going to be over, but there have been a lot of interesting moves uh, that have been made this day. Harden. Did they? Yeah, for uh, uh, one first round pick. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Figures. Well, uh, so uh, let's run through some of these trades or some of the more important trades today. Let's uh, do it. So Evan Fournier to the Celtics, not really too important, but uh, – not a Celtics fan, but honestly, what the Celtics right now are not great. I think they're behind the Knicks, actually, in the conference standings. They're so behind the Hawks at the eighth seed, so they're on the fringe right now. They're yeah. on the cusp. They are 21 Among and all the teams, they're not the best. Yeah. The best of us. Yeah, they're... Mm, 
they are they're not even among they're us. They're really. literally imposters in the Eastern Conference. They're pretending yeah. to be a it's playoff. Kind of like, it's kind of someone saw out of all <laughs> the Eastern Conference playoff teams, there's one team that's a little sus. Like you don't know why they're there. They don't really match up. They don't really. You know, the they, they don't really Celtics. fit in. They are yeah. really the Boston Celtics and have all the talent in the world. It's Jaylen not really Brown. electric cold room. <laughs> Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. They got all these great players, but... But they're they, tasked with so much. Yeah, and... Okay. <laughs> all right, okay. And they no, can't... No more Among Us, please. Yeah, no more Among Us. <laughs> uh, but the Celtics likely not... Uh, are very far down the playoff race right now. Do you think this Evan Fournier move remedies anything or even matters at all? And what do no, the Celtics no. need to do going forward? No. I think that the Celtics just got to... I think that some <laughs> of their players really got to step it up. I mean... Kemba Walker. Uh, Kemba Walker especially. Like, he's yeah, there. he's not... He was supposed to kind of replace Kyrie. No one expected him to be a one-to-one replacement Celtics fans expected him to but be better. Well, Celtics, Celtics fans expect too much. expected him to be like, hey... We just had Kyrie. We just had such a great point guard. You no, think, please play like Do you, you, you think you can be three quarters of that? And I don't think he's being like half. He's barely. Yeah, no, he's half barely of half of it. So uh, I mean, the Celtics fans need to curb their expectations. Curb their enthusiasm. Curb their enthusiasm. I mean, Jason as well. Tatum playing great. Love the kid. He's Love a, the kid he's too. He's a young player. He just turned nineteen. Look, Jalen Brown. This is his breakout year. He's solid a, he's, defense. He's yeah. a really. I good remember stroke. when he signed that contract. I was like, exactly. And now I'm like. This Jalen Brown guy can play. He wasn't an imposter. He, he, he was, was not an imposter at all. But uh, something I want to talk about, though, uh, again, uh, regarding Kemba Walker. Right now he's shooting 39.5% from the field. That is some of his worst shooting that he's done in years. Usually he's in the early 40s, around 42, 43, 44. But this is the worst he's ever shot since 2014, and he's not really looking good right now. Not a big fan whatsoever. Not a he's fan. A suspect. Not a fan. But I mean, I don't know what Kemba Walker needs to do to dial it in. But whatever he's got to do, they still think he's got to figure something out quick because they're on the verge of. I believe they were in the Eastern Conference semis last season. Yeah, they, they were. They they lost to the Heat, and they, in my opinion, they played a pretty good series against that Heat team. Oh, breaking news. Clippers are finalizing a deal to acquire Rajon Rondo from Atlanta for Lou Williams, two second round Whoa. picks and cash. Whoa. Whoa, Lou Williams! Lou Williams, that's a big piece. That's a big piece. Look, honestly, yeah. I like I like the trade for the Clippers. Like, not completely, but I think we've seen what Rondo has been able to do. In and who the who are the Clippers getting again? Uh, uh, Rondo, is that it? The Clippers are oh. getting Rondo. Wow. They're getting uh, I don't, round picks and Lou Williams. I don't completely hate Wait, the deal. Well, I feel like the Clippers. And cash. I feel like I feel Rondo like can serve a similar role. Yeah, somewhat. but I think Lou Williams, Williams is provides the defense that you kind of freaking need. I think you know? Lou Williams is more of a scorer, and I feel like they have a bunch of scorers on that team. They got Kawhi who can score. They got PG who can score. They got a bunch of guys who can put the ball in the basket. Me. But Rajon Rondo can really set up those guys. You've seen what he could do with LeBron and. You've AD. seen what he could do with Atlanta. Trey. Oh wait. <laughs> well, Trey Young and that Atlanta. This Atlanta team's not great. But last year he was playing really good. I got faith in him. I was never a big Lou Williams fan. But uh, I don't hate the deal whatsoever. Late I think it was okay. And another trade that is pretty big, Aaron Gordon being sent to uh, the Nuggets. Or- Orlando's just sending everybody off. Uh, so what do you think about this deal? Does this change enough? Does this change anything? I Honestly. think that it gives the Clippers a little bit solid depth with Rondo. Like, getting rid of Williams, he's a good scorer, but like you said, they don't really need that. And having Rondo to set up with those 
uh, sick dimes to Kawhi and PG. I think that's yeah, something that I'd could benefit them. If you want me to give my 10 cents, mm-hmm. get it because of dimes. Sure. The value of uh, the dimes plummeted in the last few years, Matt. Well, but <laughs> moving forward, Aaron Gordon to Denver for... Uh, so it's Aaron Gordon and Gary Clark for Gary Harris. Two Garys being exchanged. RJ Hampton, who was a first-round pick this year, and a 2025 first-round pick. Is does this matter? Aaron what Gordon, do, you, do you like? Do you I don't like know. This for Denver? I don't think. I don't think it. Look, Aaron, Gordon, Aaron Gordon's a great guy. He kind of reminds you of Aaron Judge. They do look very similar. Actually. They do look actually. Very, they're, they're both very handsome. I think about it, they look very. They're both quite handsome. We gotta. You could uh, Google this. We need to. In, we need to investigate this more. Um, but anyway, I think it makes the Denver Nuggets better. But like, how are you gonna beat the Los Angeles Lakers when they're one hundred percent, or the Los Angeles Clippers when they're 103%. Like, how are you going to beat those teams? Or the, even even the 76ers with a healthy Joel Embiid, who's, I mean, only faced three top ten uh, defenses. Uh, but I think that played. covers pretty much Brooklyn? everything. No, except for one last oh. trade. It was the biggest trade so far. It happened kind of early. Terrence Nikola v- Vucevic, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. I've, I've, I've never been able to pronounce his name. Vucevic. Vucevic or Vucevic? I'm not. Okay. I don't know. Regardless, Nikola Sorry. going to the Chicago Bulls for, I believe, uh, he's going to the Chicago Bulls for not Lowry Markinen. His name was being thrown around in a lot of deals as of late. And we've also had, uh, I believe it was Otto Porter, two first-round picks, and Wendell Carter Jr. for Nikola Vucevic and Al Farouk Aminu. What's this? What's this trade looking like? Does this is this a good move for the Chicago Bulls? I mean, yeah, obviously. I mean, Vucevic, very solid player. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Vucevic. He's a big man. Who he, he he can shoot the three ball when he needs to. He can make some good plays. He's a pretty versatile big man. One of the best in the league. But I mean, top four. The Bulls right now they are the tenth seed in the East, sitting at nineteen and twenty four. So I mean, they're not doing too great, but. Maybe the addition of Vucevic could propel them in that spot where the Celtics currently are, especially if uh, the Celtics, uh, you know, can capitalize off their recent trade efforts. That I think if Vucevic can put his uh, nose to the grindstone and, uh, you know, really just, you know, play really hard for the Bulls, that they could take up that eighth seed in the playoffs. Yeah, now, but. don't forget that this is an expanded playoff now. So there are 10 teams, and teams 7 through 10 are playing in a play-in tournament. So even if the, oh, right. <laughs> the Knicks. Oh. Yeah, so even if All the right. Bulls don't show out too much, they still have the potential to make those latter seeds, like even 10th or 9th, and maybe surprise some teams that they catch sleeping uh, in the 7th and 8th seed who believe that they could just run through uh, the guys who would originally be out of the playoffs. And currently the Bulls are 19-24, which isn't the greatest, but... They are the 10th seed, so this could uh, maybe get done very soon. We just received a message from one of our sports writers saying that he sent us the lacrosse preview article, so we will put that up on the website as soon as we can. Yeah, and we also, quick announcement again, we got a print coming out tomorrow. Should be we pretty do. interesting read. Yeah, we do. Yeah, or a bunch of good would, articles. Someone would say Friday, March 26th. Yeah. Am I right, and ladies? And there's a couple <laughs> articles coming on the website, uh, I believe. There's going to be an NCAA wrestling article on the website mm-hmm. coming out either tonight or tomorrow night. And I wonder, I wonder who wrote that. I wonder, wonder who wrote, who wrote that. Because I know 
this whole sports writer section, all big wrestling fans. I wonder which one of them yeah, could have wrote it. So uh, it was me. That'll probably be getting out there. We're gonna talk about Spencer Lee and his incredible story. You're not gonna want to miss it. And yeah. I believe Matt, what is the next Nets bi-weekly bi-weekly review coming out this week? This, this week. weekend. Nice. Wow. This Interesting. Weekend, yep. So we got there's a lot of sports stuff going down on the website. So if you guys have not gone to theroundup.com and checked it out. What are you doing? Yeah, you gotta look. You gotta check out all the great stuff that we're doing over there, and uh, you'll be hopefully you'll be entertained. And something that is kind of cooled off in entertainment are you not value. Entertained? The NFL uh, offseason. There have been a couple good signings. So well, let's get to the all interesting right, stuff go. first. Dory Jackson, Kenny Galladay, both signing with Kyle New York Rudolph. Football Giants. Kyle Rudolph as well. Matt, give us your take. I mean, Kyle Rudolph. I love the kid. You know. No, especially. I but I mean, I think he's. I think he's gonna be. I don't know what's happening with the surgery or anything. I mean, the Giants signed him, so clearly, like, there's some like they trust it and everything. Trust the process, you know. Kenny Galladay, uh, the top two receiver in the league, number one <laughs> in my opinion, you know. Sterling Shepard. Um, Sterling Shepard, number three. <laughs> I'm not not biased. Uh, you pair him with Dan- Danny Dimes, and I mean, they'll get some work done, you know. You know, I don't. I mean, I'm not not in full football mode yet. You know, I'm still in basketball mode. So, I mean, but you That's add Dory Jackson. Add Dory Jackson. He's going to be side by side with James Bradbury. You got Logan Ryan there. Jabril Peppers. You're going to have Xavier McKinney fully healthy. You know, Blake Martinez is going to be fully healthy. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. De- De- I mean, Williams. <laughs> and then um, they, they're pretty tight five defense. So, yeah, one and Devontae Booker. I just want to add about Kyle Wait, Rudolph. Definitely, I think Evan Ingram disappointed a lot of Giants fans last season. A lot of drop passes. A lot of fumbling around with the ball. So I think that Kyle Rudolph being there to make up for, you know, pick up any of the messes that Ingram leaves behind will definitely help us out this season. I'm really excited to have another solid tight end like Kyle Rudolph be on the job. I'm really happy with all of the moves that the Giants made. I really can't say I could have asked for much more from them. I really can't All the moves I was hoping they made. So Now, is Daniel Jones out of excuses with the signing of Kenny Galladay? No, because the O line still. Well, I just think it depends. The O line still yeah. needs a bit of work. I mean, we needs, just we got to be real. Work. But we I gotta, mean, we got Andrew Thomas is, is improving. We've Nate Solder now, and then we have um, those other guys that were there. And I mean, yeah. So, how many more years does Daniel Jones have left on the Giants? Is we this live in a society where Daniel Jones just has one year left to prove himself, depending on how much he can improve in this one year. Really? Wow. Should be interesting uh, to see. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, honestly, I don't want to say. Depending, I mean, it I doesn't have to be insane. He just has to improve. Because like I don't, I don't. I, even though I agree with you, it hurts me because I really like Danny Dimes and Look, saying I love the kid. Saying that he's only got that his that his clock is running out. He's only got one shot. Do not miss your chance. That yeah. I just don't want to see him throw up mom spaghetti in front of everyone. That's the thing. Yeah. But and I think that are weak. he if he can I I believe in him. I think he can do it. But even then, consequence. You said about Kenny Galladay. I mean, it's true to an extent that gives him another offensive weapon, but if his O line is just completely inept and they don't sufficiently protect him, he's not going to be able to mm-hmm. get the time to give good throws to Galladay. So I don't think that necessarily mm-hmm. Galladay eliminates all the excuses, but if he can't get it done this season, I gotta. I hate to admit it, but I don't know if Daniel Dimes will be able to get it done at all. Unfortunately, that's just the reality of the NFL. Now they give quarterbacks three years to go perform, and if they don't become all-stars in three years, then, you know, they just kick to the curb. Also, Andy Dalton, not a very interesting signing, but it is a signing. Uh, 
quick takes on this one. Is this a failure He's of an offseason? He's the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Is that really a step up from Mitchell Trubisky? Is it really? Because, I mean, you haven't really given much coaching staff. I mean, look at them. They've, they've been pretty trash with Trubisky. What's makes them think they're going to be better with Andy Dalton, the red rifle? Like, I mean, it's just it's just stupid. And, I mean, where, where'd Mitch Trubisky go? The Bills? I mean, maybe the Bills finally have their starting QB, which would be nice for them. Mitch Trubisky's a nice young young talent, right? I'm th- are you forgetting about Josh Allen? Uh, why would I be forgetting about a defensive player? Oh. <laughs> Never mind. I mixed up the Josh Allens. I meant the quarterback. Well, now moving quickly on to the NHL. Rangers are playing the Flyers. If they win, they take over that fifth spot in the East Division. Islanders looking to maintain their top spot against the Boston Bruins. Both teams have been playing solid as of late. The Islanders with rookie sensation Ilya Sorokin playing absolutely amazing. Incredible. And, yeah, incredible. Incred- I love the kid. Yeah. Now moving on so to our topic, topic of the week, week. with uh, March Madness, we have devised, or I've devised, a March Madness candy bracket. Sixteen different candies vying for this top spot as to Kit-Kat. what is the best candy. So we're going to run through this first round rather quickly. Uh, Sweet 16, Reese's Cups versus Nerds. Reese's, Reese's Cups, Cups, the number one seed. Reese's Cups. I'm going to go yeah, Reese's. Yeah, so Reese's makes Reese's it through. Cups, number Reese's eight, Cups. Starburst versus number nine, Peanut M&M's. Peanut Starburst. M&M's. Starburst and Peanut I'm, Crunchy, delicious, look, I'm gonna nutritious have to, look, peanuts. I got to go with Peanut M&M's on that one. Exactly. I like Starburst, so but Peanut M&M's will be moving on. I mean, regular one. M&M's are superior. Yeah, so now number M&M's. five seeded Kit Kats versus number 12 Kit-Kats. seeded Milky Way. Kit-Kats. You got to go Kit Kats on this one. Kit Kats, Kit Kats. I'm forgetting my candies. Milky Ways are solid, Honestly, Kit Kats better. Gotta go Kit Kats on this one. Yeah, you gotta go Kit Kats. Kit Kats gets the unanimous decision. Number four, Twix versus number 13, Jolly Ranchers. I'm gonna go Twix. Yeah, you gotta go Twix. Jolly Ranchers are nice. Decision. I forgot how good they were. Next, uh, number six Skittles versus number eleven Hershey's Kisses. So we got Hershey's bars Hershey's and Hershey's Kisses. kisses. All right, if we're just talking straight Kisses, I'm gonna gotta go Skittles. I gotta go with Skittles too. Yeah, we got Hershey's bars coming up soon. So number three Sour Patch Kids versus number fourteen Sour Skittles. Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. You got to go Sour Patch Kids. Number seven. This should be an interesting matchup. Number seven, M&M's versus number 10, Snickers. Snickers all Snickers. day. Are you right, kidding me? Snickers. I hate regular M&M's. Snickers. What was your choice? You hate, I was going to go M&M's. I don't like regular M&M's. M&M's. I like Snickers. I, I, I just I like continue, it. Continue. Not a fan. But now Not continuing. Number two, Hershey's Bar versus number 15, Twizzlers. You got to go with Hershey's, Hershey's Bar. Bar. Gotta go with the Hershey's, Hershey's Bar. Hershey's Bar. So now moving forward to our Elite Eight, Reese's Cups versus Peanut M&M's. You gotta go with Reese's. Reese's. Gonna go Reese's on that one. Yeah, Reese's. another another sleep for Reese's. Peanut butter chocolate. Now, Kit Kats taking on Twix. Kit Kats. Christian. Twix. I gotta go with Twix too. Look, That's Twix. Are, this is an argument we're gonna have That's soon. Stupid. But I love Twix. That's stupid. Snickers what? are Twix with peanut. <laughs> no, not at all. But moving forward, uh, we got Skittles versus Sour Patch Kids. This is a tough one. Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch watermelons. Kids. Yeah, because. True. I don't know what it is. I don't know what causes. I think it's like that kind of like candy coated, like the like sugary coating on the outside of Sour Patch Kids, where it's sour, but then you get that sweet. When yeah, the sweet hits. Look, first it's sour. Oh it my hits, god! It's over. It's over. Yeah, it's, it's over, over ladies it's and all gentlemen, over. as Kenny the Jet Smith would say. And or now moving on. Uh, M and M's. Actually, no, not M and M's. Uh, Snickers. Wait. Yeah, Snickers. Snickers versus Hershey's Bar. Snickers. Snickers. Crunchy, really? I was gonna go crunchy delicious, nutty. We got an nutty. insane upset Snickers taking over Hershey's Bar. Well, and now we have our final four. Reese's Cups versus Twix. Reese's. 
Reese's, 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 Reese's. I'm gonna Christian you go because you're like you're thinking over here. I, I think I said answer. Reese's was my favorite I candy. Go I don't know. I don't know. Look, Twix are very this good. Is so good. I think oh. peanut butter chocolate. Honestly, I'm gonna have to go Reese's. Combine to make the morning time. Reese's morning time. It's so close though. It's it's so close. It is a very close matchup. And now moving on. Do you have the time? We have Snickers versus Sour Patch Kids. I mean, Snickers. Don't get me wrong. I want some diversity, like a chocolate versus. I'm going Sour Patch Kids, so it's Snickers. But I'm gonna go Snickers. Snickers takes the win here, and now our. Final for our candy bracket: Reese's Cups versus Snickers. Snickers. Reese's. Reese's. You gotta go with Reese's. Come Why? on, peanut butter, chocolate. Like you that, said yourself, I mean, make the morning time epic. Peanuts and chocolate. Look, but I know, but Reese's just combines. When you pulverize them yes. into a paste and <laughs> just pour sugar in it, it's so much Snickers, better. Snickers, Snickers is better. And solid oh, peanuts. Come on. Well, we gotta bring more people on this. We gotta survey yeah. people on this. Actually. I'm working with stupid people. Am I also? Right? Real quick, yeah. one week anniversary of the Snyder Cut is today. Uh, HBO Max, <laughs> so. um, if you have an HBO Max subscription, you most likely have a cable subscription or $15 a month, and you get so many things. Uh, it's worth just to pick up for the Zack Snyder's Justice League. We can watch it in parts, or you can watch it all four hours in a row, and it's definitely worth it. I 100%. recommend that. Ray Fisher, Cyborg, part of the movie. Definitely recommend watch, mini review. Done. All right. There we go. All right. Sounds Eleven good. We'd like to thank, a lot of people would like to thank, Mr. Doxy, Mr. Rashu, the administration, Dr. Catapano, the class of 2016 for their generous donation for our podcast setup, and our listeners. And we will see you next time. Wash your hands. Bye, Doug.